Welcome back to What Do You Want to Watch, the show hosted by myself, Nathan English, and David Dirks. And David, we haven't podcasted since last year. Man, I know. I'm feeling rusty. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah, happy new year. <laughs> Merry Christmas, all the other stuff. Um, the Chiefs still kind of stink, but they won, so I guess... There's that to look forward to right now. We are in January. It's cold. The NFL playoffs are on the precipice. We're about to start. We're on the cusp of them. So let's talk about the last uh, couple of weeks of the regular season and talk about what the playoff picture is looking like right now. And, of course, we will talk about the Kansas City Chiefs um, and what will be their eventual loss in the divisional round to a team that we should beat. All of that and more coming up on this episode of What Do You Want to Watch? It's a very positive affair here. All right, David. So here's the thing that the Chiefs did. They, they won a home game, um, which is something they've been struggling to do. And hadn't done since Halloween, um, which is not ideal. Now, this one was not pretty. Um, Harrison Bucker put up a majority of the offense, scoring 18 of the 25 points for the Chiefs. They did beat the Bengals. The Bengals did have a backup quarterback. Um, Takeaways from this game, David, do you feel like the Chiefs have turned it around or do you feel like they were maybe just playing an inferior opponent who didn't have their starting quarterback? Uh, The defense, I think, is as good as it's been, Um, you know, outside. I mean, it's kind of I kind of feel like it's been like this, like outside, maybe the first 15, 20 minutes of the game. Yeah, start slow, feels like every time. There's just a weird switch. There's like no better halftime adjustment coach than Spags because once they come out, it's just like a whole nother defense. And um, clearly Jamar Chase wasn't happy. Um, But uh, the defense, I don't think we learned anything. Just that, like, it's still good. Um, And it's going to be, if the Chiefs make the Super Bowl, it's going to be because of the defense this year. Mm -hmm. Um, Offensively, I mean... I here's the here's the I know we're playing a backup quarterback and he's not he's not Joe Burrow. He Jake Browning's been playing fine. I just I don't know. I think there's a weird narrative of like even like in college with like opt outs, it's like if it's successful, it's like well look, we're still good without we don't need him, da 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 da. And if it fails, it's like, well, that's why we lost. You know what I mean? I feel like there's always that like bounce back. Yeah. Like, yeah, you can and either so, Yes, they were missing Joe Burrow, but um, I mean, it was an ugly game. I think we were expecting that with Joe or whoever was at quarterback for either team. Like this is mm-hmm. you saw in the game; it's a clear rivalry. All those, I mean, I mean, there was chirping, there was yeah, there um, was a lot of pushing, a lot of after not really a fight, but like a, a, a skirmish might. Yeah, there's you know, a lot of after play activities. So this was going to be ugly no matter what. But um, I think something we did learn, um, they like. It almost said that it almost sounded like they just went screw it and just started throwing the ball downfield and it kind of worked. Imagine that, right? Justin Watson yeah. had a nice catch. Rasheed Rice, beautiful. Five for one, five receptions, catch. 127 yards. MVS should have had that. We don't have to waste any more breath on him. Oh my gosh! Um, but it it was like kind of nice. And uh, actually, I learned something, and I, I'm pretty sure this is true. 
I didn't necessarily hear this from like Chiefs players or coaches, but apparently Rice ran the wrong route on that because he saw something like he, he saw the safety drifts or something. And he's like, nah, I'm just going to go. I'm just, I'm audible into a, to a fade route and Mahomes threw it right to him. Um, and so if that's true. Then that maybe the coaching staff learned something that they can trust Rice more if he's able to mm-hmm. adjust on the fly like that. But um, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Maybe this team learned something about themselves. I, I just saw them like dancing to uh i don't know what song it was playing i can't remember but swag surfing yep yeah the energy was just back i'm like maybe that's all they need right a little confidence they got their swag Mm -hmm. back a little bit kelsey was you know pacheco of course was just dancing and putting dents in the ground and like maybe that's what the team needed a little confidence boost they got some confidence some swag they got a win whether they play against the chargers or not like maybe that's what they needed you know, from our from our view, it was yeah. ugly. But maybe the Chiefs were like, "All right, we got it." You know, I don't know. Yeah. All right, David, I gotta ask: Do you think that they um, actually play the starters because they had some momentum in this game? Do you think they play them against the Chargers? Because I, I, if I, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think this game really matters at all because I don't think that whoever wins the South can pass us, and we can't pass anybody else. Um, That's correct. Right, so they're locked into. uh, Do you think they play them at all, or do you think they sit all the starters? I initially thought we could go to the two seed, but with our head scratching loss to the Raiders, now if the Bills win, we have the same record, and they beat us, so they have the tiebreaker. So yeah, we're locked in. Um, I almost hope they play them for the first drive, and honestly, just because Kelsey is sixteen yards away from getting his eight consecutive thousand yard season. Oh, I think they're going to – well, I guess I should say I think they're going to play him. That's it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like uh, Rasheed Rice, I have to look. He's close to 1,000 yards. I think he's less than 50 away to getting a, the Chiefs receiver uh, rookie record. Pacheco's not 935 yards. Like um, I don't know the exact stats, but there are like two or three offensive players that are like close to breaking records. It's like, come on, just – just for a couple drives, maybe just let them get that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I think you're. I think you're right. I think they probably will. Um, I. I don't. I always err on the side of caution, but I think that it's good to have them take at least a little momentum into the playoffs. They are going to be playing the first week, um, which is something that a Patrick Mahomes-led Chiefs team has never done. Um, and so they're at least going to get one home playoff game. I think they're going to get two. Um, I think I, well, I, first I expect them to win in the wild card. It's a, it's an absolute disaster if they don't, but yeah. I, I don't have a strong belief in the two seed. Um, and I think that there could be some upsets. And so I think it's, there's a chance. I don't see anybody beating the Ravens. I think the Ravens are going to the Super Bowl. But I think there's a chance they get two. But I'd like to see them a quarter, a drive. Now, Mahomes gets hurt or something like that, then it's an absolute disaster. Yeah. But I, I, think, I think you give them at least a little bit of momentum going in. Um, and honestly, I think that what worked in this game and what they need to do is what you said, throw the ball downfield. And then run the football. I mean, Pacheco, again, over 100 yards, um, continues to be like 
pretty much a constant bright spot. Um, we needed him back. We needed him badly. I think that was a con- contribution and and like the, I mean, he wasn't healthy against the Raiders, um, which it's not like a good excuse. You know, you should still be able to win, but we play much better when he's playing well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just gonna read off some of his his carries in yards. So 18 for 130 against the Bengals. 11 for 26 did not play well against the Raiders. Packers we lost 18 for 110. He, I mean, he was not the reason we lost that game. We should have won that game. There's a bad pass interference call. Which that? Do you see what happened to that ref team? Uh, they're not, they're not in the playoffs, right? Yeah, they've been taken off the playoffs because they screwed up that. They screwed up a um, something in the Bears game, not this past week, but the week prior. Was it a missed roughing the passer on just yeah, it was, field it was, a, it was a like blatant. a missed it was a missed blatant roughing the passer that would have gave the Bears three points at the end of the half, and then um, they obviously screwed up the end of Lions Cowboys where Decker clearly reported, um, and they said he didn't report, and then they're game-winning two-point conversion did not count, um, and they ended up losing. But anyway, back to back to my point. Um, I just think the more that we give him the ball, the better that we play. And so I, I like to see that, um, especially when he gets his, like, his average carry yards is he's averaging 7.2 yards a carry against the Bengals. Like, they're gashing him, keep going back. And I felt like that's what our offense was becoming so one-dimensional, especially in the Raider games, because we couldn't, we couldn't gash them. Um, every yard, it was like run on first down for two yards. Wait, second and eight, somebody drops a ball. Now Mahomes has to do magic on third and long. Uh, and I like taking a shot on first down too, or second down. Like what we were doing, what you're talking about, throwing the ball to Justin Watson, throwing the ball to Rasheed Rice. Dear Lord, do not throw the ball to MVS. I don't understand how he's still on the football field. Um, but... I think that if they could maybe do those things for a quarter, take some momentum in mm-hmm. to the next week. Um, the Chargers aren't really going to aren't playing for anything anyway, so I don't really know that they're going to be like flying around. But so here's the thing: who knows? If the Chiefs win their wild card, beat a Dolphins team that we both aren't worried about whatsoever, is that momentum enough? Do you? I mean, do the Chiefs? Could the Chiefs beat the Ravens in the AFC Championship with that momentum now? Okay, they, we've rattled off four wins in a row. We're on. We're flying around. You know. I mean, look, anything can happen. I um, think that that's pretty obvious. Um, that well, you, it, especially yeah. with Pat Mahomes, um, a team can get hot. I just think that the like, there's just some glaring weaknesses, and let's. There's been a lot of blame, and rightfully so, placed on the wide receivers. But let's also talk about, I mean, Pat hasn't been as sharp this year. And yes, you can say that, and it seems like every time he makes a mistake, and I'm guilty of this as well, we are fawning over ourselves to try and find a reason why somebody else screwed something up. And that's why Pat um, did, like, oh, the receiver ran a wrong route or wouldn't come back to the ball or... Like, yes, obviously, like, the Kadarius Tony like, pick six. Like, that's a clear, there's like, obvious, a, there's a hit off his hands. Situations. But, like, I'm thinking about that yeah. Justin Watson pick um, on against the Raiders when Watson didn't fully come back to the ball. Mahomes threw a soft toss to the sideline on a comeback route. 
like that's okay. You can get mad at Justin Watson, but also that's a bad throw. And at the very least, that's not going to be a completion, but it was a pick. And so he hasn't been as sharp. And I think that's definitely been a problem. Um, and so maybe he turns it around and figures it out. I think he's having an above average season for every other quarterback and a below average season for himself. And so that's been a problem. And I, I, I know Kelsey is close to a thousand yards. He just has not been as effective this year. There's a lot of times in years past where you're like, oh, it's clutch time. Where's Travis? That hasn't happened this year. Now, whether that's, teams are looking for Travis way more than they were in years prior. I don't know that that's necessarily the case because last year it wasn't like everybody was shading off of Travis to cover Juju, who is the number one option wide receiver. You know, he hasn't played without, he's played without Tyreek for two years now. Mm -hmm. So I, I just think they haven't been as effective. Now this defense is better. That's a huge, huge reason. Um, but the defense also turned it on in the playoffs the last couple of years. So, and if, if you remember, I mean, that AFC Championship game we lost to the Bengals was not on the defense. Yes, there was, it wasn't a great performance in the second half, but the offense flat out did nothing with the ball. Yeah. Um, and I just feel like that happens too often this year, so I just don't have the confidence. Yeah, I think the difference between Kelsey this year and last year, though, is now that teams have seen that no one else is doing much, I think they're legitimately putting. I mean, I've seen like clips of like three guys around Kelsey. It's like, oh yeah, every goal I mean, line play, you know, he's surrounded. And at least, at least last year, like Juju was a, a serious threat. He could find the empty zone better than anybody. MVS was much better last year. Like you had these guys, even Kerry Darius mm-hmm. Tony when he was in. But now, but they do have it's like, but they do have Rice. I think I think Rice is Rice. now yeah. considered a legitimate threat, especially after this last week. I think teams oh. are going to seriously be like, okay, we got to find number four, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's what second in the league in um, like yards after catch or something I think like that. He's like, now first with that catch. I think he went up to first now. Oh yeah. Okay. He I have 654 yards after the catch. I think Kelsey's old and that's fine. That's not his fault, but I just think Kelsey's old and we can't lean on him as much as we needed to. Now you could also say like he's going to turn it on for the playoffs because this could be his last season. Um, but I just think he's he's older. I, I it's not an impossibility, but the way the Ravens are playing right now, I would not want to see them at all. Like that, uh, Lamar is playing out of his mind. Um, that defense is really good. Their mm-hmm. skill position, like Lamar has wide receivers, which is something he's never had before. And you can tell he's having fun and they're blowing teams out there. I mean, they didn't just beat the 49ers. They destroyed the 49ers, the team that everybody was sure was by far the best team in the league. Mm-hmm. And they got destroyed. And they embarrassed and the Dolphins. <laughs> this week again, yeah, they absolutely embarrassed the Dolphins. Absolutely embarrassed them. And I, I just don't, I don't really see anybody beating them right now, which I guess yeah. he said about the 49ers a month ago. So fair yeah. enough. Yeah, Kelsey, since Mahomes has gotten there, has never averaged under 70 yards a game, and he's at 65.6 this year. Um, you have to go back to 2015. He averaged 54.7 yards per game. So, And that was his, the last time he didn't have 1,000 yards receiving. So, I mean, it's, statistically, it's definitely a down year. Um, his average is, is down. Uh, his targets 
actually, I'm just now looking at this. 20, 30 targets down, reception. So numbers are down, even though he probably will get to 1,000. Um, but yeah, and I, his, his but touchdowns. But if I asked you like three years ago, like, hey, in 2023, when Kelsey's 32 or whatever, he gets 1,000 yards receiving. I think he'd be happy with that. 34. Yeah. I think we'd be happy with that, though. I don't just think we would have predicted that what's happened with the receiver room would happen. You know? Yeah. I mean, I think the I think the biggest thing this year is the touchdowns, or I guess I should say the lack thereof. I mean, he has five touchdowns this season. Hmm. That's that's not not a lot, and especially four alone in a Raiders game last year. Especially (laughs) just by yeah, just by Travis Kelsey standards. I mean, if you look back, um. It's 12, 9, 11. He had five in 2019, um, but that was with Tyreek Hill was there too. 10, 8, 4, 5, 5. So his first three years of his career wasn't a touchdown store, and then 2019 was the anomaly. But to have less targets, less yards, and less touchdowns. like it, it's, And again, it's not like this isn't like, oh, Travis needs to play better. Like Travis is 34, you know? And he, like you said, he's being double covered. But he, he hasn't just been like, book it travis is mm-hmm. and he's he's quietly like honestly i was surprised he was that close to a thousand he's he's 25th in the league in receiving yards which isn't amazing i mean he led the league in receiving yards at, at some points in his career but still like he he's he's playing well but he's just not as reliable and we really have had to lean on him in the past and i just don't know if we can do that this year well, he's honestly perfect for what we need him for. Like, if we had one or two receivers, like if he's a third option and he's about to hit a thousand yards, that's beautiful. We're probably favorites to win the Super Bowl. Oh, absolutely, yeah, hundred percent. When he's when he's like, no, we need you as number one target. It's just, yeah, it, it's not sustainable. And I think he puts a lot on himself um, as well. So, if, I mean, gun to my head, if you ask me, does Rasheed Rice or Travis Kelsey have more receiving yards? I would have said Rasheed Rice, but mm-hmm. that's not the case. Yeah, it's, I mean, what is it's it? Not a, by, it's not a, it's not a big gap, but it, 40, 48, you know, so, mm-hmm. so I, mm-hmm. I, 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 I don't know. I don't think anybody's beating that Ravens team, which I guess we can talk about that game now. That wasn't even close. No, it wasn't. The Ravens just started pouring it on in the end. Also, um, the Dolphins lose one of their best defenders to a late game ACL tear when he should not have been down. Cause they were down what six possessions at that point. Like he shouldn't have been in the game. 40, 40 points. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't know why Bradley Chubb's in the game. Um, I, it's wild that we just went from the, the dolphins beat the Cowboys and you're thinking, Oh wow. The dolphins are for real. And I guess you could say they're still for real. They lost to the best team in the league, but they got embarrassed by the best team in the league. I just, I, yeah. so, I just don't know what to do with them. I, and Tyreek was effectively shut out at the second half of this game. I know because I had him in fantasy, and I was in a championship in that league, and I lost because he did nothing. Yeah. And fantasy football is not everything, but that—that's what happened. Yeah. Um, well, even when we played him, we weren't really nervous, and everyone was like, "Oh, the Dolphins." And I remember us talking like. I, Eh. You know, and, it, and their defense can't stop anybody. I mean, and they and they've just lost Bradley Chubb, but they their defense cannot stop anybody. They don't get pressure on the ball, and receivers have open running lanes all over the place. Hey, but they got Jalen Ramsey on their side. They got Jalen Ramsey on their team. 
Yeah, I that was great five years ago. I, just, I was also I was also referencing something else, but not that I'd throw that in there. I I um first of all I don't get I'm I guess I know what what reference are you making? Jamar. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. He said that I, this week. Like it's not like they is, got Jalen Ramsey on their side. Is there um a player you hate more right now? And I know hate is like you don't actually hate him as a person, you just football hate him. But is there a person you football hate more right now than Jamar Chase? Probably not. He's just oh. addicted to saying the dumbest things and the last like four times he's been absolutely made a fool of himself. Pat who post two Super Bowl rings on his finger. That that's who. Uh he said, you know, the whole burrow head that then that it's it's just like time after time. It's like, dude, like if I'm his teammates, I'm like, dude, shut up. You you just if I'm Burrow, like why hasn't Burrow told him to shut up yet? And maybe he I don't know. Cause they cause Jamar Chase, like it or not, Jamar Chase is really, really good. I mean, oh, yes, he he's he cashes he writes a lot of checks with his his mouth, but he normally cashes most of them. Yeah. Normally most of them get cashed. So he's just gonna yeah. keep saying stuff. He's he's done this his whole career. Um, Post game interview? No, I didn't. He uh he was mad at Sneed because he said, quote, MF or wouldn't fight me. He legit said that. And then T. Higgins like starts laughing next to him. <laughs> and it's like, dude, what? You're mad that well, he I can't fight you? <laughs> I can't wait till we get T. When we get T, it's going to be crazy. That's mm, we fire. Uh, it's not going to happen. They're going to resign him. Yeah. I don't know. They need to spend money out. Well, actually, the defense is not bad. Anyway, I'm not, I'm not scared of the Dolphins. Um, I don't think you're scared of the Dolphins. I don't think anybody's scared of the Dolphins. And the Ravens are terrifying. <laughs> what what do you think? What's the way to stop this Ravens team? Uh, I think you... Well, so the Ravens are a three-dimensional team. This might be weird to say. They're able to throw the ball, run the ball, but I think even Lamar is a third dimension. Yeah. Scrambling ability. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think what the Chiefs have somewhat done well in the past, which I feel like... Uh, I don't know the exact record with Mahomes versus Lamar Jackson. I feel like the Chiefs have done a good job in the past of containing Lamar and not letting him just run berserk uh, on that defense. Mm-hmm. I think that has to be number one. Keep keep Lamar in the pocket and make him make those sound throws um, while you have Snead, you know, and, and McDuffie being physical with these receivers. Um, if you just kind of if, – if you prevent – Lamar from his scrambling because it opens the game wide open. You got to throw a spy on Lamar, or now that you got to worry about him. But I think if you can contain him, and you know as much as you can, you're not going to be able to just completely stop him. But keep him under whatever fifty rushing yards. I think that significantly hurts that Ravens offense um, because they somewhat lean on that, and I don't blame him because his ability to create plays with his legs is incredible. So I think you mm-hmm. look at Lamar and you throw a spy on him. And you make him make these good, these tough throws against some really good cornerbacks and safeties that the Chiefs have. So that's that's a uh, that's my game plan at least. Mm-hmm. I think um, it, I, Mahomes, I believe he's three and one against Lamar. I think Lamar only won that one game in in twenty twenty one. Oh, that we um, kind of blew. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I yeah, I, I agree with you. I just. 
we're not good against the run. That's our defense's only weakness, and I just don't know how good we're going. We don't tackle well. I I feel we have guys that tackle well, but I don't think we as a unit tackle well. And I worry about, like, Lamar is just the king of getting out of arm tackles. I mean, that's just what he does. So I, I there's a little fear there. Again, this is all just if we make it to that point, which I hope we do. Um, I think with how disastrous this year has been, if we make it to the AFC Championship game, it's like... It's a right. win. Yeah, I think it's yeah. a win. It's a win. Um, let's... Speaking of people who've had disastrous years and then seemingly have turned it around, the Buffalo Bills um, are great and also really weird. What's going on with them? Like sometimes Josh Allen just just turns the ball over like it's it's going out of style. I just don't. Are you scared of the Bills? Or I here's the thing i've I've seen some analysts like. They've been talking about the Chiefs. Like, if, if there's a one team I don't want to see in the playoffs from the Chiefs, it's the Bills. And that might be true, but I'm just, like, thinking back to our game against the Bills where we didn't play well and we're a middle school football mistake away from beating them. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, if we, and I don't know. I, I'm not like, oh, I'm not worried about the Bills at all because they are good, and Josh Allen has played well inside Arrowhead Stadium. But... I don't know. They just act like we got completely dismantled, but we lost by three. And if, you know, we don't make a mistake that you learn in fifth grade, I think the Chiefs win that game. Um, with Clyde Edwards Hilaire having our, being our leading rusher with 39 yards and Kelsey had it, like, I don't know. We didn't mm-hmm. play great and lost by three. I, I'm not terrified of them. Um, and I think mm-hmm. they may even want to see the Bills again. So I don't know. I mean, I, they. Hit me with they, your best shot. They they struggled against the Patriots. Uh, Allen had rushing touchdowns, but 15 for 30, 169 and a pick. Like, that's just I, – I, I do not understand him. And, I mean, when he's on fire, he's the best player in the league. And then he has other games where he's just absolutely abysmal. Luckily well, for him, beat, Bailey Zappi is more abysmal because uh, he They barely beat picks. Easton Stick and the Chargers too. Right. So I just, I don't know. It's really the same stat line too, what you just said, pretty much. Uh, I, I, don't I, I don't, I mean, they're on a run, I guess you could say. They're kind of on a tear a little bit um, because they beat the Cowboys, which was a very impressive win. Um, but, and they beat the Chiefs, but they've also barely beat the Chargers and barely beat the Pats, which it's not like we're putting up impressive games either. Mm-hmm. I think I'm just, um, it, the Bills and the like, what what you can say what you want about the Bills recently in the regular season and the playoffs were that kryptonite. We have been, um, and until that's proven otherwise, I'm not really going to fear that team at all. And they're going to make it. I don't. Th- I think some wild things have to happen for them to not get in currently. Yeah, you would be surprised actually if the Jags and Steelers win and they lose, then they're out. Yeah, but. But they're they're not gonna lose. I don't. Well, there you I, go. Yeah, if they win, they're in. Yeah. Yeah. The, but, the win, they're in. There's a 94 percent chance that they make it. Currently, Steelers play the Ravens, who will probably be benching their starters. Yeah, because they have nothing to play for. Jags play the Titans. Like, yeah. If it's one of those weird Josh Allen games, you know, and Dolphins are gonna be upset, 
they've been embarrassed last week. I don't know, dude. It's, it's yeah, crazy. but the the Dolphins also aren't playing for it. Well, I mean, I guess they are. If they beat the Bills, they they secure their two. I don't know. It's weird. I think I still think it's the Bills. Weird, are, yeah, I think the Bills are going to get in. Um, yeah. but I I wouldn't be afraid of them. Because if they if they get in, then the Dolphins become. I, I'm just not afraid of either team in the East that we're probably gonna have to play in the first round. Yeah, what, 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 I mean, I really the the, the uh, Ravens is a team that we're probably scared of, and maybe the Browns with how dismantling that defense is. I I the Joe Flacco thing's got to run out, right? You would think. I guess maybe it doesn't. I don't know. Uh, you know what has run the, out. Well, I think it's well. It's the ability for the Browns to justify paying Deshaun Watson that money is completely gone, because Joe Flacco, who came off his couch and wasn't even good enough to play for the Jets last year, has come in and revitalized that team and given them their best playoff. I think their best shot to make a deep run in the playoffs since that one Baker year, where they almost beat the Chiefs in that playoff game. If it wasn't for Chad Henney, our sweet but sweet prince, they Chad Henney, right? They just have to eat the money if they did that. If they just chose to stick, yeah, with I don't know. I don't think they have any. Well, they. Can, I don't think they're going to stick with Joe because they have paid so much money to Deshaun that they have to. Um, but I think, and Joe said he wants to keep playing, so I would imagine there's another team that's probably just going to take a shot on him for a year. Um, Steelers would be funny. Yeah, it's not going to happen. I don't think he goes there. I um, but. The Saints, like, tell me Joe Flacco wouldn't, I mean. Broncos. <laughs> Dude, Broncos are. What are they? What are they? Let's That's talk about awful. that. Let's talk about that real quick. That's so awful. you and I were both on the, like, Russell Wilson is annoying. We get why everybody's upset with him. And he played terribly. And he doesn't deserve to, like, act the way that he does anyway but definitely based on the way he's playing guess what russell wilson did this year he went out and he played well he brought this team back he put them in playoff contention and then the broncos while they haven't even been mathematically eliminated from the playoffs yet just decide to put jared Sidham in. i don't i don't understand it i truly don't understand it and they approached him after they upset the chiefs for the first time in eight years yeah, after and they he, pretty much threatened him. After he beats the Chiefs, they say you need to restructure your contract, or we're benching you. That's crazy, I, dude. I mean, this is not, and I, it's not the NBA, so this doesn't matter as much. I don't think the like the free agency market in the NFL is one much less effective than it is in the NBA. And two, the the players don't have as much freedom because they don't have the guaranteed contracts and they can't really force their way out and get trades as much as they can. But you've got to think this affects the people that want to play for Sean Payton. Like the, the, the quotes from the Broncos players were like, that's our guy. We don't really understand this decision. We're not really down with it. And those are the players that, 12 months ago, we're like, I can't wait to get rid of Russell Wilson. This is the worst choice anybody's ever made. Why did they sign him? Mm-hmm. He turned himself around and did exactly what the Broncos wanted him to, and it still wasn't enough for them. Yes, they overpaid yeah. for him, but welcome to the NFL where you overpay for quarterbacks. At least this quarterback plays, and he, yeah. and he plays pretty well. They, they found his strengths. They played to him. I just think this makes Sean Payton look terrible. Yeah, 
what's crazy is like he never said it. We never knew. How many weeks ago did they beat the Chiefs? And he didn't say anything. He kept playing and he kept playing well. And I I got a lot more respect for him. And even even after the news has come out, he's been very respectful in these interviews. And it's like, dude, you are taking the highest road you can because Yeah, because uh, he's gotta be seething right now. Yeah, you're getting dragged through the mud. I saw something on Twitter, it's like it's crazy that we are a uh the Colts botching an overtime, uh, the Colts botching an onside kick coming out of halftime in the Super Bowl away from Sean Payton not being as hyped as he is today or something like that. Of like, mm. yeah, I don't know. We, I even hyped up Sean Payton, but it's like, man, I just don't know. It, he might be a good coach, but it, is he – is you think I, this is him or you think this I is mean, his ownership? Let's, let's, let's not act like Sean Payton's a good person. I, um, oh. We know Bounty Gate. Like, yeah, we know true. what was happening in the Saints organization. Um, we know that he was handed a year suspension. We know a lot of different things. We know that – and he did the same thing everybody does when they retire from a sport where they go and they're like, I would never – I'm done. I'm never going to get back in. I don't care about this. I have no interest. And then he was out of the of coaching for a year, which is probably just wanted to leave the Saints organization after Drew Brees. Um. And, and I think there's always a good coach, good player. Like, you're not a good coach unless you have great players. You're not a great player unless you have great coaches. I think both of those things are hand-in-hand. Hand. He did have Drew Brees as his top 10 quarterback of all time for the, his stint in New Orleans. That helps. Um, yeah. But I think Sean Payton's image was – like, if for some reason people forget about – I think Bounty Gate is like – should be a bigger deal. Like, it's – disgusting what they were doing and you could be like that's just football and whatever but like he was asking players to headhunt and paying them for it um and he was directly overseeing that process and his image didn't really take the hit afterwards that it probably should have and could have and now i think it's going to take the hit from this and it's going to bring people are going like i'm doing now people are going to bring up bounty get again and be like remember how sean payton showed us exactly who he was however many Mm -hmm. years ago we should just choose yeah. to believe him. It's like, so. it's like once one domino hits, you're like, wait, there's been a couple dominoes. You know, it's kind of starting to right. fall into something. Not and, an isolated well, incident. What he said about uh, Nathaniel Hackett, as true as it is, like that's kind of cruel to like come out in public and say that. Like coaches usually don't talk like – like you don't usually hear that. And he just flat out kind of trashed Nathaniel Hackett, which maybe he's not making him a bad person, but it's definitely not professional. It's kind of mean as maybe childish as that word is you know what i mean no just a and couple incidences he hasn't hidden his contempt for russell wilson at all i mean we've we've all been able to see that the whole season and at first we thought okay well russ is playing not great but he actually wasn't like the broncos started this year one in five but it wasn't really russell wilson's fault he was playing fine and actually there was a lot of bad coaching that was happening um also he low-key kind of has the same if not better stats than pat Right, exactly. And they turned the season around, and Russ was a very, very big part of that, and it seemed like Peyton never warmed up on him. And it's just, it's kind of incredible. You have to admire what Sean Peyton has done, because he went from all the way, like, from everybody being on Sean Peyton's side and being like, gosh, Russell sucks. Like, I bet they can't wait to get rid of him. He's so annoying. Uh, I hate him. Like, and he, all the way around to now, everybody's team Russ. Mm-hmm. And it's like Sean Payton's such a yeah. dirtbag. 
I mean, they called him a. He's been called a thug on national television multiple times, and most people aren't disagreeing with that. And that's the perception. That's going to be the perception of a lot of players. So I think if you're like looking to, why would you want to go? Especially if you're a, like a big, a big time free agent, why do you want to go to Denver right now? Um, because you know your coach is not going to back you. Like say say what you will about Andy Reid, um, and like blame maybe some of the offensive struggles on him and Matt Nagy. Andy Reid's never going to go after his guys. No. Never going Even to. Never going to never going to say anything about Kadarius Tony, never going to say anything. I don't think I mean Belichick wouldn't do that either. And that's the echelon that Peyton was being talked about in the the Pete Carroll, Sean McVay, Andy Reid, Bill Belichick. Like this is an upper echelon coach. None of the other guys would do what he did. No. Um, and I think that's just going to give some players pause, and I think it probably should. Yeah. Speaking of coaches who don't um, seem to know how to behave themselves, Nick Sirianni's Philadelphia Eagles. Um, I Personally, we love this because he was, you know, being a chotch after they beat Casey. Um, and since then, they have sucked. This team, is, this team is broken. David, what's wrong with the Eagles right now? I honestly just don't know. Um, in their four losses, let's see, they lost. Of course, they beat the Chiefs, right? That was the big game. And not to be that guy, but if MVS catches that touchdown, the Chiefs win. But hey, nope, we're not doing that. Eagles won. The next week, they play the Bills, which is actually kind of a tough to tough back to back. That's a tough game. Both, I believe, even both Sunday night games. Mm-hmm. Uh, they beat the Bills in a very, very good game. Uh, and then they play the Niners. And they lose forty-two to nineteen. I, I, I think we even expected maybe the Niners to win, but they got embarrassed. Uh, they looked awful. Uh, scored nineteen points, lost. They play at the Cowboys. Yep. Score thirteen points, lose by twenty. Uh, and then they play at the Seahawks, and kind of people are thinking get back game, get right game. Uh, I'd like to add a little nugget that I picked the Seahawks to win this game. You did. And the Seahawks, Seahawks win twenty seventeen. Uh, kind of a dumb pick, I thought, but. Looked at it turned out to be right. So that's three losses in a row, and then you see, oh, they beat the Giants. That game wasn't. <laughs> I was actually thinking, uh, worried there for a little bit. Um, they they allowed the Giants to come all the way back in that game. It was twenty to three at half. It was twenty to three at half, and the Giants made it twenty five thirty with five minutes left. Jake Elliott iced it with a field goal with a minute ten. I mean, they let the they let the Giants back in that game. So I mean, you know, it, it, it was it did, like if you just look at the score, like oh yeah, they put up thirty three points and won. Well, then this last week playing the Cardinals, honestly, this was, wasn't the game I was looking at at all for them to lose. But I think I texted, was it maybe halfway through the fourth, and I was like, guys, it, the t- Cardinals and Eagles are tied right now, uh, and it wasn't on TV, so you kind of have to follow on Sports Center, but. They gave up 35 points to the Cardinals. Um, Kyler Murray threw three touchdowns. Man, I don't, I don't know if it's necessarily one thing. It's kind of eerie how similar the Chiefs and Eagles are this year in their inconsistencies. But one thing I do know, since they lost their offensive and defensive coordinators last year, the Eagles did. Uh, they both went on to be head coaches, and I think we're seeing just effects of that. Um, I believe mm-hmm. Nick Sirianni is calling plays this year, and it's just he's not doing a great job. Mm-hmm. Um, 
at all. Mm-mm. Why isn't AJ Brown getting the ball in these late game situations? You mm. know what I mean? Like it's just he. It's not looking good. Can it's I read you? For him. Can I read you the plays for their field goal drive? Um, which what? So they they score at the time was twenty eight twenty eight. Um, Philly got the ball back with five minutes left on the clock. Um, this is a six play drive. First play, DeAndre Swift up the middle for one yard. Timeout. Pass short right to A.J. Brown. 18 yards. Good job. Move the sticks. First and 10. DeAndre Stiff left in to left to Arizona 20. Run. No gain. Penalty. Holding penalty. Okay. You got set back. You're now at first and 20. But guess what? You still got a chance. If you go down and score a touchdown, that's great. Here's what they do. First and 20. Jalen Hurts. Quarterback run. Four yards. Second and 16. Jalen Hurts, quarterback run, negative three yards. Third and 19. Jalen Hurts, short pass. Four yards. Timeout by, timeout, yeah, timeout by Arizona with two minutes, 37 seconds left, and then they kick a field goal. Arizona, seven play, 70-yard drive for a touchdown, which their defense has been a problem. And then there's an interception with Jalen Hurts trying to do too much, just trying to, trying to hit a home run at the end of the game, which he had to because they got the ball back with um, less than two minutes left. They got the ball back with 32 seconds left. And he just had to hit a home run in order for them to win because they were down four. I mean, what is the play calling there? You get backed up the first and 20 and you just give up. You just run, 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 short pass, kick a field goal. What are you doing? Like, I don't... And and I know Philly fans, like Eagles fans, are frustrated um, because that viral video of the woman saying, "What the hell are we doing?" after they called the second straight run with a long down and distance. I, I, I. Nobody's been able to tell me what Sirianni does well. What is he yelling? What does he do? Yeah, but what does he do? What's his thing? Like what's is he? I don't is, know. Is he like an offensive guy? Because the offensive play calling is garbage. Is he a defensive guy? Because the defense, like I know he's supposed to be an offensive guy, but like what does he do? What's his strength? I, I can't answer that. I really, exactly. I don't know. exactly, and I don't know either. But all I know is that the Eagles were the two seed, could have possibly been the one seed, were controlling their destiny six weeks ago, and now they are locked into the five. If the yeah. Cowboys, I think, I think if the Cowboys pick up a win, um, if the Cowboys win their last, their week eighteen matchup, I think they're locked in. I'm not one hundred percent sure, but I'm pretty well, sure yeah, that will, a, I would think so because they have the tiebreaker. Yeah, because they're both eleven and five, and Cowboys yeah. play at the Commanders. Right, which is, I mean, I guess it's an away game, but it's the Commanders who are just hoping for a better draft pick at this point. I think so, dude. What if I mean does Tyrod Taylor upset the Eagles? Ty, why is Tyrod Taylor like playing kind of good when he's been in this year with the Giants? I think like, Tyrod either guy. I think Tyrod Taylor's not bad. I don't know. I he was hurt, so they went to somebody else. I, Tyrod Taylor throws a nice deep ball. I'll say that. Yeah, he does. The man, the man throws a beautiful deep ball. Um, I don't. I feel like Tyrod Taylor's just a just a victim of unfortunate circumstances all the time. And so yeah. that ends up hurting him. I, I think I have a couple things I, I've been processing. What's wrong with the Eagles? One, their pass defense is awful. 
It's not the same as it Very was. True. And even last year, it wasn't great. But that's because, number two, they led the league in sacks uh, this year that they're not doing that. Um, their ungodly amount of sacks last year covered a lot of holes in that defense. Uh, the, the DBs didn't have to guard that long because guys were in the backfield already. Well, they're not getting sacks this year. DBs are have, having to play defense longer, and holes are getting to the defense. Three, they're Jalen Hurts dependent. And I think four, they're Jalen Hurts dependent because Nick Sirianni doesn't necessarily know how to call this offense successfully. And so it's almost like it's like a snowball effect, I feel like. One thing starts to go wrong, and you kind of get that sense of panic. And I think they're panicking right now, which going into week 18, it's probably not a place you want to be in is panic. Um yeah, they're definitely they're definitely playing bad down the stretch, which is not what you want to do. Um, and I think you're right. Jalen has turned the ball over more this year, and I think it's because their system is not working as well, which yeah. is weird because on offense they have the same weapons. Nothing has really changed. They, I mean, they didn't have Goddard for a while, but they have him now. Um, AJ Brown, Devontae Smith did get hurt briefly in the game against the Cardinals, but other than that, they've had all the same guys. They have some of the um, best weapons in the league. I mean, yeah. John Swift and Kenneth Gainwell are good running backs. Like. Yeah, I just really i i don't i don't understand it. Um, but it's not. I'm not upset about it. I guess. <laughs> no, I don't want. Yeah. I, I like it when the Eagles don't do well. Although it does well, mean the Cowboys do well, which is yeah. Like I like the Eagles. Like I like I love Jalen Hurts. I think he's an incredible guy, and I like the team. But for some reason, I just can't stand it, Nick Sirianni. It's Sirianni. And that just over. Well, that I think overshadows I think my Sirianni love for is the int- actual team. I think Sirianni's intentionally that way. I think he's he's like long been that guy. So, and he know. almost doesn't fit the team though. I feel like you have this Jalen Hurts, very composed, very very mature and quiet, and then I Sirianni's mean, over there screaming. It's like this is not. It doesn't blend well, you know. Sirianni is the epitome of like he's a Philly guy when you're winning, and when you're losing, and he's acting like that, you just look like a schmuck. Like if you're winning and you're the confident, like yelling at the everybody guy who's like talking crap to the opposing fans and stuff, you look great. But if you're losing, you look like a schmuck. Mm-hmm. Um, and he looks like a schmuck right now because they have not been playing well. Um, yeah. And David also looks like a schmuck because in our regular season picks, David is still down one. Um, we, uh, it was just the last three weeks of our picks with, David went three and one, two and two, and two and two. I went one and three, uh, four and zero, oh, of course, and then two and two again. So I am up one when this is the final week. So this will decide it. I don't think we ever picked a punishment. Um, I have no idea what we're going. We'll decide that at some if point. If I'm if I'm wrong, I'll win you a dollar. If I if I lose, I'll win you a dollar. If I win, you'll win me five. Mm, yeah, no, that's actually terrible. Um. <laughs> Um, I don't know. No, we'll I don't come know. up with something. We'll come up with something that's that's really good. It's probably something not oriented around money, but public shaming. Um, milk, milk mile. No, we're not doing a no, milk I'm, mile. I'm not doing that. I'm lactose intolerant. Yeah, I know you are. Um, all right, but let's let's make some picks for this week. Uh, David, uh, you can start because it doesn't really seem to make a difference who starts and who doesn't because kind of cheeks anyway. So yeah. David, start. Well, it's, it, this week's tricky because you're like, oh yeah, this team, but then you're like, wait, this, you know, this yeah, right, these this guys aren't playing. Starters, yeah, they're not playing. Exactly. Also, the Rams. Well, I'm just kind of buffering as I try to find a team. The Rams are kind of sneaky good. <laughs> the Rams are sneaky good. 
You got to look for teams that are playing for something, but you also the problem is in those games you're going to be picking like the teams that are playing for something are normally playing a decent team too. So you're like, oh, crap. I, uh, I've been picking them all year. I'll kick the Cowboys as my favorite team. They, uh, they have to win this because if they lose and the Eagles win, then they don't get their uh, d- division. So they definitely have to win this game. It is an away game, which is slightly nerve wracking, even though they're playing the four win commanders. But um, I don't know. They're feeling, I think like the Cowboys are feeling good enough and they'll, Win this game and seal the division. Mm-hmm. I am going to pick. This is a tough. I pick the Lions. Um, I think the Lions are angry. I don't think they have much to play for, but I think they're mad. And I think Dan Gamble's a guy that plays his guys. Um, and so I think they want to. They want to make a statement. They probably want to shake off whatever happened to them um, in that Cowboys game. So I'm going to take the Lions here. I just, I can't believe that happened, dude. It's yeah, it's bad. Um, and the league has not released the audio from it, which is how you know that it's really bad. Um, and that it literally cost them a game and, and like a playoff seat, and that's really tough. Um, mm-hmm. Hopefully, Destiny writes it. Um, but it's got to be brutal as a Lions fan that like even when things are going well, you still have like a Lions <laughs> thing happen to you, and you're like, what the frick? Like how do mm-hmm. how does this keep happening to us? So. Just noticed Chargers are favored by three, so Vegas probably thinks that we'll rest Mahomes. Yeah, least. I think that's fair. Although it's I just n- noticed that Blaine Gabbard or Easton Stick. Um, I think the real winner is like the real winner is people who don't watch. Um, that's a three twenty five game too. That's that's the that's the Nance game I think because <laughs> they thought these teams were going to be playing for something. Surely they'll mm-hmm. put them on something. Maybe they'll be at Packers Bears. So the Packers are still playing for something, right? Yeah, they are. And the Bears are kind of on fire. Mm. Um, underdogs, underdogs. This is might be really stupid to do. I know McCaffrey's already out. Dog. Oh, I thought the Colts were favored. I was going to pick the Texans, but the Houston is favored, so that we can't do that. Um. Give me, you know what? Give me the Rams. Niners are resting McCaffrey, and they may rest more. I don't know what the the deal is, but I know for sure McCaffrey's out. Um, and Rams have everything to play for. I think if they win, they're in. If they lose, they. Uh, I think if they lose, they're out. Unless like everyone behind them loses, so Rams are definitely playing for life. So mm-hmm. give it to me. Mm-hmm. I am going to take, gosh, it's even harder to pick an underdog, honestly. Yeah, that's, yeah. Pick Miami, Howard. No, I'm not (laughs) picking Miami. I'm going to do something absolutely disgusting. I'm going to take the Jets. Um, (laughs) I thought about that. I saw that. I was like, "Mm." I'm just going to take the Jets over the Patriots because um, the Jets, I think, even though they're a team that has nothing to play for in this game, I think they still want to get up for the Patriots. I think Salah's probably cut, is his last hurrah. I think he knows he's probably done. I think that Bill Belichick is also done, but I don't know that he cares as much. He probably just wants to be gone from this season. 
Um, so yeah, I'm just going to take the Jets over the Pats and probably regret it come Sunday. No, I mean, that's, that's, that's fair. I, I respect that pick. Uh, wild, my first wild card pick. Um, which I was looking at this game. Uh, I'll give me the Jags. They've been on a downhill tear, uh, but if they win, they're in. And so, um, yeah, they I need to understand the severity of that. Yeah. I think Trevor's back, which is very important. So, Although, is Trevor Lawrence just Justin Fields with a longer hair? And less running ability. Some are saying. In a, in a better situation, yeah. Is he in a better situation? Well, I guess, yeah, you could say. I don't know. Just with the coach, I think, and even he has Yeah, Eberflus is high-key real, real stupid at points <laughs> in time, so that's very fair. Also, did we ever figure out why that uh, coordinator got fired from the Bears? When they, like, there were reports that his house got raided by the FBI? Do we know? Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Uh, um, I give me the give me the Bucks over the Panthers as my wild card. Um, because it's the same situation. The Bucks need to win to make the playoffs, which is disgusting, dude. It's just they should. I don't know how they lost this game last week. They literally, it was, it was in their hands. Yeah. The, but I think the Panthers are playing for nothing. I also think that locker room might be the deadest the locker room's ever been. Um, not great to probably, um, you know, after the game you look and the only thing anybody is talking about is the fact that uh, David Tepper threw alcohol at a Jags fan. So your owner just acting a fool is the only takeaway anybody's had from your game um, in which you just got – you just put up a fat nothing burger against a Jags team that's struggling. So – yeah, it's, it's not a good look. It's not good. Uh, and he didn't even apologize. No, because he's he like, not. He's a child. Like, I regret my actions and trust the right law, like the right people to do the right thing. I don't even know what it is. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. Um, my final pick that would make me 4-0 and on the week and will get me one game ahead of you. What if we tie? That will be wild. We'll have to carry it in if our, if we tie, like our soup, like our – Picks will have to. If we tie, I think we wait, and then the Super Bowl, we have to take either. We have to take a um, one of like the four over under or the spread of either team. Mm. Got you. So, yeah, I like that, uh, but it won't it won't happen because again, I'll probably probably take the take the lead after this week. Uh, for my final game, give me the Chiefs. I don't even care. Mm. Chiefs over using, yeah, over the okay. Chargers. Mm. Probably really silly because I still just don't even know who's playing or not. This could be just without anybody. But um, I'm sticking in the AFC West. Give me the Raiders because I think um, Pierce is going to be coaching for his for a chance at the job. I think that it's going to help his chances a lot if he wins. I think the guys in the locker room like him. I think they've rallied around him. And I think the opposite is happening um, on the other team. So, um, yeah. With obviously, we already talked about the Broncos and just their situation. Um, so, yep, I think, I think I'm going to go with that. Out of all the talk this year, I don't think any of us would have ever guessed that 
going to the playoffs, two of the ASUS teams would be have would have interim coaches, and the other one would be playing their backup quarterback after benching their starter. Mm-hmm. Like, it just feels like everybody got better, and like, oh, this is the year that you know, the Broncos know. look good, and the Raiders got a new quarterback, and the Chargers are the chart like, and it's just all come tumbling down. I mean, there's one thing about the West, um, and it's that there's always going to be every other team but the Chiefs, and maybe even the Chiefs are just going to be overhyped. And you're going to look at the rosters and be like, oh my gosh, is this going to be a three? And no, it's not. It's not going to be three teams making the playoff. It's going to be no teams but the Chiefs making the playoff. <laughs> so, yeah, this year more than ever, it's been it's been evident. It's been rough. It's been bad. All right, that was it. That was those picks. That was those talking football. Davis, is there anything else you want to say before we close this bad boy out? Man, I don't. I don't think so. I think we've talked about what we've needed to talk about. And uh, hey, man, Sneed is an All-Pro cornerback, and I hope he gets the respect he deserves this year. And I hope he holds a little bit less. Hey, I'm gonna say I'll take two pass interferences a game if it means not giving up a touchdown. Other, yeah, or even like over fifty yards to the best receiver on the other team. That's like, very fair. I, honestly, I'll take that. That's very fair. Until I won't, I guess. So yep. they did. Tony Romo's like he reminds me of Darrell Revis, and I was like, let's pump those brakes a little bit. Yeah, he's probably better actually. Yeah, in the way that he's not in any tangible respect. But okay. I mean, Darrell pretty much did what he's doing now, but just probably better. Yeah, Darrell was the best player, and I I truly mean that. Darrell was the best player on a Mark Sanchez-led Jets team that made it to the AFC Championship game twice. Sneed is not that. Yeah, let's man. let's let's pump the brakes, okay? Bro, I'm just looking at his stats now. Wild man, bro. Two thousand nine. Six interceptions, thirty-one pass passes defensed, fifty-four tackles, he was one nuts. touchdown. He was nuts. Darrell Revis was nuts. I think people forget how good he was. Revis Island was a real thing. People use the word island too much, and they say like shutdown corner. Darrell Revis was legit a shutdown corner. And then he played. Dang. He played for the Chiefs. You remember that? That was yeah. Sad. And he was not Revis was, Island. Nope. He was. He was. Revis turnstile, actually, whenever he got to the Chiefs. It's probably 2017 where there's zeros in a lot of these. <laughs> yeah, it was his last he year. Passed his defense. Yeah, yeah it was his, I mean, hey, it was I, his last year. And they were like, Darrell Revis could be the spark that finally ignites this defense. And he, he was he was not the spark. Yeah. Um, nothing was ignited. Not. So there's that. Nope. Nope. Um, don't even talk about the defense, bro, with Orlando Skandrick or Kyle Stop. And- I'm going to throw up. Ooh. Stop. Yep. All right. We got to get off this pod before we start vomiting. Yep. So uh, first pod of the new year, uh, NFL week 18 preview, talking about football. Playoffs are very, very near, and uh, I'm excited to get into it. Um, it's going to be some good football. This year's been some good football. So mm-hmm. We uh, fun to talk about some more good football <laughs> in the future. See you all later. Happy crisis. Happy crisis.